0: Welcome back, everyone, to another special edition of Billy West Live. Uh, We're in Dr. Marcus Jones' office on the campus of Northwestern State University, and uh, we wanted to get an update uh, from Dr. Marcus Jones on the goings-on at Northwestern State University. Dr. Jones, welcome back to Billy West Live. Thank you, Billy. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, Wanted to get you back on to talk about developments here at Northwestern. Uh, A lot of alumni, a lot of folks in Natchitoches want an update and, and want to know what the feedback, maybe that you've gotten, uh, good, bad, or indifferent, from the alumni base regarding the cancellation of the football season for 2023. No, it was a tough decision, but want to give you an opportunity to talk about that and give us an update.
1: So it's it's the, the feedback has been mixed, of course. Uh, I think one of the one of the wonderful things that that has come out of it is that we have, of course, been able to uh, to hire a a stellar coach uh, and and. And he has he has done a good job to to sort of shine a, a different light on the program. Uh, there seems to be a new energy surrounding the program, uh, level of discipline that, that didn't seem to uh, to necessarily exist. And so, uh, so again, I think because of that, uh, there has been uh, a, a sort of positive uh, positive light shown on the program. So, initially, as as you know. Uh, people were disappointed, uh, there were, there were uh, mixed feelings about uh, the cancellation, but uh, I think now that, that we've been able to get a new coach in, I think people have, have sort of uh, settled down a little bit and, and things seem to be moving in a positive direction.
0: Well, I, I interviewed Coach McCorkle, I was most impressed and most of the feedback I've gotten has been very positive about Coach McCorkle and his family and the staff he's hired, so it, it's encouraging. Uh, to see that. did want to give you an opportunity also, since the last time we talked, lawsuits have been filed, I think both in federal and state court, by the family of Ronnie Caldwell, naming Northwestern as a defendant. I wanted to give you an opportunity to comment, if you can, on the status of the litigation, uh, if you can, if you have any comments
1: you'd like to make about that. Well, a- as an attorney uh, myself, uh, there's not much that I can uh, say as, by way of a comment. Uh You know, I still am uh, keeping the uh, Caldwell family in my prayers, Um, but uh, there's not much else I can say beyond uh, beyond that. And I respect that. Uh, I wanted to
0: give you an opportunity to comment if you wanted to, but I certainly respect the situation with litigation pending. I understand that. I did want to ask you, um, just as president of Northwestern, what what have you learned, you know, from this experience of being put in the, the difficult situation you were last fall? But what have you learned about how, the football season was canceled, and then how that was managed or handled. Have, have you learned anything from that process?
1: Well, you know, it, as, as I said before, it's it was a difficult decision uh, to make, uh, and and sometimes those decisions are made when when you don't have necessarily uh, as much information as you would like. Uh, but the one thing that I that I learned is that that you, you still have to always keep. Uh, in mind that, that whatever you do, you have to do uh, whatever decision you make, you have to make that decision in the best interest of the institution given the uh, sometimes limited information that, uh, that is out there. Um, so again, it wasn't an easy decision, um, but it was one that, uh, that looking back, uh, you know, there may have been a few things that I, I, I might have done differently. But at the end of the day, I, I, given the information that was uh, that was present, uh, I think the decision that was made was one that was made, uh, you know, given all the information that, that I had available at the time.
0: And the obvious follow-up with, with your comment is, what would you have done different now that you know
1: things? Maybe I think, more information. I think one of the things that uh, that I probably would have would have done differently is I would have taken the time out. To to sit down with with the entire team mm-hmm. and and have conversations with the uh, with the team itself uh, that seemed to be one of the one of the biggest uh, 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 things that I think probably was not done but but should have been done. Yes, there was conversations with uh, with some of the uh, some of the leaders on the team. There was conversations with the coaches, but I think uh, looking back. Uh, I, I think that there should have been conversations with the entire team collectively, to uh, from me uh, to uh, to you, know, sort of uh, make that decision. I appreciate your comments. And
0: one of the areas uh, that a lot of business people in town uh, and, and alumni from Northwestern throughout Louisiana and around the country and around the world, frankly, are concerned about enrollment. Um, I know y'all have put out some statistics about dropping enrollment. Uh, that it seems consistent within the UL system. Um, but I'd like to give you an opportunity to talk about enrollment uh, in Northwest. Where are we, you know, uh, with total enrollment for the spring semester and then actual online, yeah, excuse me, on campus, actual bodies here on campus? Can you give our listeners an update on where we are and kind of what the strategic thinking is moving forward to get those numbers
1: up? Right. So, uh, so this spring we're we're uh, a little above eight thousand students, uh, and that, of course, is a mix of, of face-to-face and online online students. That is, uh, you know, sort of consistent what is what is happening with enrollment across the, the state of Louisiana and the country is consistent with, with other schools in the system. Uh, the University of Louisiana system, if you if you look at uh, sort of where we were, and as far back as, as 2013, and you, you compare our numbers in uh, 13 to uh, 2023, the the system as a whole has lost about uh, right at 11,000 students. So so we are 11,000 students down in 23, 23 uh, as opposed to where we were in, in 2013. A lot of that is due to uh, to, to COVID. Uh, and, and I'm talking about undergrad uh, enrollment. Um, so Northwestern is not an outlier when it comes to our sister institutions in, in the system. Now when you, when you talk about sort of uh, uh, students in, in chairs on campus, we have uh, roughly 1,500 uh, beds on this campus. And for the most part, uh, especially during the fall semester, we, we hover around 88 to 90, uh, excuse me, 98 to 99% occupancy rates. Uh, so we are generally pretty full on, uh, on campus. And so most of those students, those 1500 students, definitely are going to, majority of them are going to be students that are physically on this campus. And then when you look at students that are considered commuters that live out in the city and, and live in the uh, surrounding and adjacent parishes, those students are going to make up probably uh, when you combine those with the on-campus students and, and those students you're looking at right at about uh, 50% of our student enrollment will be those students. So those are students who are in town, who are spending money, uh, and who are taking uh, either uh, 100% classes face-to-face or a, a, pretty, a pretty good hybrid. And then the rest of those students are going to be students that are either going to be online or at one of our instructional sites in Shreveport, uh, Alexandria, uh, Leesville, uh, and Bossier, et etc. So so those uh, students are going to uh, make up the remaining portion of our student body. Um, so again, you're going to have about 50, 50% of, of our student enrollment is going to be uh, probably going to be students that will be either considered online or Students that are at our so are
0: science. you saying there's four thousand students on campus attending
1: roughly yes okay and that, I, I've and heard the number
0: is gonna, lower closer to twenty one hundred
1: that's going to be uh, again about fifteen hundred uh, those mm-hmm. students that are uh, that are physically uh, living on campus and then you can you can look at those students that are going to be living in Acknowledges and the surrounding parishes and we kind of consider those students as going to be students that will be here in town taking classes and spending money in in town. So yeah, it's going to be roughly about 50%.
0: Dr. Jones, uh, the enrollment on campus at Northwestern in the last 10 or 12 years was as many as 6,500 to 7,500 students on campus. And and I know times have changed, COVID changed a lot of things, but what what is the strategic plan? What, What is your administration's plan to get more kids here, I, a lot of business owners in town are really worried about the lack of students, the lack of students spending money in town, restaurants closing, different things that are happening in our city. That are happening in other places mm-hmm. too. But what what is your plan to reinvigorate Northwestern State University?
1: So we, we already have a uh, a great student engagement piece that uh, that is that is present uh, that Ruth Cox and Mary Catherine Horton, uh, they all sort of oversee that. Pash. so that piece is, is is there. The the other thing that that we have we have focused on, and and, and we have uh, as many as anywhere between fifteen hundred to two thousand uh, dual enrollment students. Those students are students that uh, that we are trying to convert to uh, students on campus here in town, and so what we've done is we've automatically, uh, any student that is a dual enrollment student, they automatically get anywhere from a $500 to a $700 scholarship if they convert to an NSU student. One of the things that that we we do in addition to that, and we will continue to push, is that uh, freshmen have to take face-to-face classes. What that does is it, it pushes those students to coming on campus, sitting in classrooms and, and taking... And what's taking your retention the rate on
0: those students? Is it pretty
1: high for for uh, any of the students that are dual enrolled? So, it, it, it depends on the feeder school. Uh, it can be anywhere as low as as, as 8% conversion rate, mm-hmm. all the way up to 25 or so uh, uh, percent. And I have those uh, stats, if you kind of want to go... I, go I go just think
0: that. people are interested to know how, how do we continue to attract actual students on campus.
1: And, and so, the, the, uh, the, the other thing is that a lot of our students are students who actually are on some type of scholarship as to the foundation. And what we are doing is actively working with the, the donors of those, uh, those scholarships to place a requirement on students to actually take classes uh, face-to-face uh, on campus. And and remove the flexibility of receiving the scholarship and and being say a 100% online uh, a student. So so that that's the that's the type of, of, of thing that we're trying to, to place as a requirement for uh, for students who are receiving scholarship funds. And again, that's one of the things that has to be done uh, on a case by case basis because it's up to the donor as to whether or not that can be a restriction that's placed on the scholarship.
0: Well, I know it's a real challenge with higher education now, but. Um, for this segment, we're going to stop right here, Dr. Jones. We'll come back in another segment uh, and talk about other issues related to Northwest State University. Dr. Marcus Jones uh, is our guest on Billy West Live.